You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 5th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice, Aram Layton is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Lockdown MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Aram's great. Go listen to that. This is Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily, lifelong Twins fan, bringing you five days a week coverage on your favorite Major League Baseball team. And right now, my Major League Baseball team sucks. Um, Shortly after... The Twins have given us hope of a rebound, winning four out of their last five. Uh, They dropped two in a row to the Texas Rangers. And in two ways that we've seen, uh, very similar ways this year. One, bullpen breakdown on Tuesday night. Number two, offense is a new day, same story for these Twins, honestly. Um, Nothing from the offense tonight outside of a solo home run for Mitch Garver. Twins leave the bases loaded in the fourth. There's a lot to get to here, I think. Micro and macro, and micro will just look at this game. Lewis Thorpe, I thought, was really good tonight for them. Um, you know, Buxton made a great catch late. Buxton had a double. Nelly Cruz singled twice. Donaldson was bad, but singled two in the fifth at least. I mean, they got guys on, just didn't bring them in, like Morno said. But this game culminated in the fourth inning, and the Twins load the bags right after the Rangers tie this game at one. Cruz singles. Garlic doubles at second and third. Garver walks. You have first, second, and third with a lefty on the mound still young. And Jorge Polanco comes up with the bases loaded. And I've said on this podcast, and I I feel this way, that Jorge Polanco is actually more toward the top of guys I want up with the bases loaded or in run scoring spots than you might expect because he can put the ball in play because he does give you good at-bats. This is the worst at-bat. And I've seen Jorge Polanco play a lot of baseball and take a lot of at-bats. It's the worst at-bat I've seen from him in three years, honestly. Um, Just horrendously bad. Swung at a pitch in the dirt and then swung at a pitch way outside for strike three. Just absolutely inexcusable at-bat from Polanco with the bases loaded. And then you got that lefty on lefty with Kepler. uh, And he just grounds out to the pitcher. And then you got Sano come up and ground out to short. I think this was a, a culmination and a perfect representation of the problem with the Minnesota Twins this year. Polanco, Kepler, Sano. I mean, Polanco, Kepler, Sano. The heart, with Nelson Cruz, of course, of the 2019 club. Max Kepler hit first on that team. Jorge Polanco hit second. And even last year, I didn't think Kep was was horrible. He's still an above-league average hitter, and he's still a good defender in right field. Jorge Polanco was really bad last year. Miguel was pretty bad for most of the year. But those three, I think, represent the entire issue. And on most nights, Garver, but he's looked a lot better recently, and that's that's good to see. That's a nice development. If you can start to rely on him a little bit more in the middle of the lineup, that would be great. But it's culminated by those three, and we'll get to them a little later on today. But, you know, like I said, Thorpe, pitched really well. You know, eating the fringes of the zone. He's not going to beat you with great stuff. You know, he's kind of like Jay Happ, like we saw last night, and he was, he was effective. You know, I thought he gave the Twins a chance to win. I thought the bullpen was awesome. Alexander Colome was great tonight. Got to give him a bunch of credit. I mean, great for him is a different great. You know, he still ran into some traffic, but overall got the job done. And I thought it was a really nice bounce back outing for him. That's two scoreless outings in a row. And you start to hope you can get back into believing in him a little bit more potentially and and just check these boxes before 
you start to go to him and high leverage again. But the the pitching staff as a whole gave the Twins a chance to win. There's no question about it. A couple plays in this one, and, and unfortunately, like it was a, a really poor game for Jorge Polanco. He went he goes over four with three strikeouts um, and some big strikeouts in spots with men in scoring position and, and runners on base. Um, but Polanco makes a play on the Rangers' first run. Should have been a double play, but he rips it to Andrelton on his backhand, like drops low with his right, just some weird throw, and Andrelton barely gets to it, and he can't get the out at first, and the run scores from third and ties this game at one. It was just one of those things and one of those sloppy plays that we've seen far too often from the Twins this year, and it was Polanco that time, and then he strikes out in the fourth with the bases loaded. It was just a bad game for him, uh, but I don't want to pick on him solely. You know, Kepler had a horrible game, struck out three times. The Twins struck out 15 times in this one. Um, just nothing, nothing offensively outside of that Garver solo shot in the second inning. And he walked, too. So it's, it's good to see him having better at-bats, for sure. And Kyle Garlick had a couple doubles. You know, I mentioned Cruz had a couple hits. But overall, it, it's just it felt, again, like one of those games where there's no life. There's no life in this offense. And they just it's almost like they're still sleeping at home or at the hotel. Um, and decided like not to come out, and they just they weren't going to show up tonight against the lefty again. And, and the Rangers trot out lefty, 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 lefty over and over and over against the lineup with seven right-handed hitters. Jorge Polanco is a switch hitter, so eight right-handed hitters basically, and Max Kepler as your only lefty, and you can only score one run against left-handed pitch. That's horrible. And you're starting to see teams like the Astros did in the playoffs last year, um, bringing uh, Christian. Basket, I think it was, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's he's hurt this year. But they bring in the lefty last year uh, to shut down the Twins in the playoffs. And it was just, you're seeing it now. You're seeing teams take advantage of that, taking advantage of that weakness. It is absolutely despicable and honestly impossible to understand why a lineup like this with all these right-handed hitters and, and right-handed hitters who have in their career crushed left-handed pitching to struggle against lefties. I think this is a bigger problem. This is a bigger picture problem. Let's talk about it after the break. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar has 12 original flavors, but they've added six new flavors as well. And these improved Built Bars are even deliciouser. Plus, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, full of protein, full of fiber, and great for a keto diet. And the peanut butter bar, only five grams of net carbs for a type one diabetic like me. That is huge. Plus, right now, Bilt Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch, so listen closely. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. If you go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you also get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. My favorite flavors include the coconut almond, the peanut butter, the banana bread. Use promo code LOCKED15 at BiltBar.com. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement. Mother's Day are simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. 
They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. So I talked to my parents after uh, almost every Twins game, and my mom is extremely invested in the team. My dad's very invested in the team. And I'll talk to them and get their perspective after after games. My mom has a different perspective because she didn't she she hasn't she hasn't been a lifelong baseball fan like my dad has been, you know, and so she has a different perspective on the game than my dad might or than I might. And she also has mentioned and she watched almost every game in 2022, the lack of energy and you know the the expectations that aren't being met. But I thought she said something tonight that was really interesting. And she said, she asked, what's the excuse this year? Because we heard last year with this offense, and it's hard because the Twins won the division last year. But I was thinking today, the Twins don't win the division last year if the White Sox don't just collapse down the stretch. I mean, they had no business winning the division down the stretch last year, did the Twins. And a lot of that was because of this offense, um, just leaving nothing there. But she said, what's the excuse this year? Because last year, you know, you heard the players saying in the pandemic, without fans, the hotel situation, I know it was difficult. I, I can Actually, I can't even imagine what that was like every day. But that, that's, that was an excuse. You know, you had an excuse for Jorge Polanco that his ankle's hurting him again. He's going to get surgery again. You come back into this year and you hear in spring training, oh, we're ready to go. You know, the fans are back. Polanco's ankle's better. These guys feel healthy. They're feeling good. Garver, he's got it figured out. What's your excuse this year, Rocco? And so many times, Rocco and everyone, like the front office too, so many times we hear him say, it's just one of those games. It's just one of those games. And I bought into that in 2019 especially. And in 2020, because sometimes there are just some of those games. But when you continue to have some of those games almost every single night and can't play consistently good baseball, this is an extremely inconsistent team with clear holes all over the roster, unfortunately. Um, and holes that I don't necessarily think are like unfillable, but just holes that, that clearly stand out. And chief among them is a lack of fight and a lack of energy. They don't fight. I mean, I thought, I thought it was perfect last night. Perfect uh, example again. Last night, they're up 3-1 to one in that game, and the Rangers come back and win in the ninth inning. A team, a Rangers team that is not expected to make the postseason, probably not expected to finish top three in their division uh, in the American League West, and they come back and beat you and, and have life in the ninth inning. Twins are down 3-1 in the ninth inning tonight. Strikeout, strikeout, walk, strikeout. I mean, what what's going on here? There is no fight in this team. I feel comfortable saying that, and I think it's true. I mean, how can you not think that it's true? They don't have fight. There's like one guy on this team who plays with fire and plays with energy and plays with fight consistently, and it's Byron Buxton. And he deserves so much better from everyone else on this roster. And Nelson Cruz is excellent, and I, I love Josh Donaldson, the fire he brings to the game. But Byron Buxton brings it consistently every single day. And to waste his health and to waste this amazing stretch that he's on is just sickening. And... I don't think it's going to help the Twins when they try to extend Byron Buxton. You know, I don't think that he's going to look back and, and think fondly of not winning when he was playing so well and he was trying to carry this team and he's the only guy who's showing up every day playing with some energy and with some fight. It's just, it's so disappointing and it's it's infuriating as a fan. It really is. Like, to invest this time in it and to just feel like they're not even, they don't even, it feels like they don't want to be there. Like, and that might be really unfair and I might be way out of line saying that. 
but that's just how it feels, man. They just don't fight. They never fight late in games. They rarely ever come back. They When they're down, they're down. They give up a lead. The whole team's down. Everything's over, and you never feel like they're going to come back because they don't show any action or fight. And it's like, I'm sick of it. You know, and I'm sick of defending them in a way. Like, I'm sick of saying, oh, it's early. It's going to come back around. I'm sick of doing that because they don't look like they want to. They don't look like they will turn it around and play more consistent baseball. To go out there and win Monday's game, an excellent game from Alex Kirloff, and then lose these next two in the way that they did, I think uh, it just shows what this year's been all about. And it's a lack of will, and it's bullpen woes. And this bullpen lacks depth. This lineup lacks depth. Um, and frankly, like I think the starting rotation is, has shown that it's a little bit deeper recently, but also I think lacks depth too, with which you don't know what you're going to get out of Matt Shoemaker. He's solely responsible for that loss Saturday, along with the offense, again, struggling. But... It's just, it's the same, it's a new day, same story with this team. It's like, why, why should I feel like I should continue to defend this team? And here's another really good analogy from my mom tonight, which I thought was great. It's not perfect, but I thought it was decent. She said, when you have a kid and maybe just separate like the, the loyalty to a child, but you have a kid and he misbehaves or she misbehaves over and over and over and over and continues to do things um, that are wrong and, and it's just, is not behaving. And you continue to try to like tell yourself that uh, it'll get better, it'll get better. They're a good kid. They're a good kid. They're a good kid. At what point do you say like, I don't know if they're going to become a better kid. <laughs> like, I don't know if I have to wait until they're a year older. You know what I mean? And that's what we're thinking. That's what I'm thinking about with these twins. Is like, am I going to have to wait now? Are we going to have to wait now for them to get better? Because I want to still believe that the 2021 twins are a good kid. That they're a good team but they continue to give us reasons not to believe that they are. And at a certain point, you're just insane for continuing to believe that, that they are still good. And I think that's a good analogy. Like, I think that's a really good way to put it is like, how long do you go on without believing and just having to say, okay, it's going to take some time. And time doesn't mean a month. Time doesn't mean two months. Time means that they need another off season to fix this team. They need prospects to come up and develop. And it might take like, at what point do you say that this contention window, you can see it closing? Like, at what point do you declare that? I want to still believe I'm still going to be here five days a week, and it's not the end of the world. You know, I don't think that this division is that great this year. And The White Sox lost, I would argue, two of their top three hitters, Andy Loy Jimenez and Luis Robert. They lost today, too. I mean, the Twins are still only five games back or five and a half games back, whatever it is. I mean, it's not like this is insurmountable, but they haven't given us reason to believe that they're a good team recently. They just, they haven't. And it's hard to continue to believe that without seeing it, you know, without seeing it consistently. We see it in spurts and that's exactly what you get from a team that's mediocre, right? You'll see in spurts how well they can play. And then you see inconsistency across the board, inability to close games, no fight late in games. They're down, they're out, but they show up sometimes. And that's exactly the definition of a 500 team. Is that a team we're looking at right now? Who are the Minnesota Twins? Let's talk about those three, Polanco, Kepler, and Sano, after this break. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline's your online sportsbook experts. 
With Major League Baseball, there's action every single day. Use that promo code LOCKED ON. You'll get 50% off on your first deposit or 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Excuse me. Thank you, Bet Online, for sponsoring Locked On and for sponsoring Locked On Twins. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert, the fastest and easiest way. Use promo code Locked On. So I mentioned Polanco is a brutal game tonight. This is part of a bigger story for him. And I think, you know, Polanco suspended in 2018 for using performance enhancing drugs. I don't think that it's crazy to say that potentially Polanco is still feeling the effects of those in the first half of 2019, that Jorge Polanco is benefiting from the juice ball in the first half of 2019, because since then he's been uh, below replacement level almost, like very bad for the Twins to the point where he's dropped in the lineup to the point where you can't rely on him for much at all anymore, and he barely gives you any pop. I know he homered last Wednesday, felt like his first homer in 10 years. I mean, he's just not a guy you can rely on from either side of the plate. And this is a guy, a left-handed hitter, who's been really effective in the past, even before, you know, 2019. But, I mean, it's, an, it's, a, it's, it's a smaller part of that big that big picture. When do you just say, okay, Jorge Polanco isn't very good at baseball? Like he just he's not a good hitter. <laughs> how many how many things how many at bats do you have to see? How many games do you have to see where he can he's so inconsistent as a hitter and barely gives you anything? Where you just say, okay, he might not be that good. Same thing for Max Kepler. If you combine the last two seasons, Max Kepler's hitting like 220 with a 310 on base percentage and slugging like 390 or 400 or whatever. At what point do you say, okay, he's a good defender in right field, but he's more of like a Jake Marisnik type hitter who's having a good year for the Cubs, but you catch my drift. Is he more of just a, a good defensive outfielder that will hit a home run here and there, or is he 2019? And the more you see of the sample and the more that you, you look and you watch these at-bats and, and you get more into that database, you got to start to believe that he's he's the latter, that he's just a good defensive outfielder who's going to hit 230 with a 315 on base percentage, hit into the shift 10 times a week um, on the right side, and he's, he's not – He's not going to do much for you offensively, consistently. And then with Miguel Sano, who I actually I think of differently because there was a spurt last year where Sano was really good. But it's the same thing, inconsistency. Is he a good hitter? You know, like, is can he consistently be a good hitter? We've seen it in the past, but that's the same with Kepler and Polanco. We've seen it in the past. We haven't seen it recently. When do you decide that these guys are not good hitters? And as soon as you tell yourself, and myself, Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, Rocco Baldelli, as soon as you think to yourself, okay, Jorge Polanco might not be that good of a hitter, that's when you start to make changes. That's when you start to think about what you can do to improve the club. And that's why I start to think, if you decide that Jorge Polanco is not a good hitter, that Max Kepler is not a very good hitter, and that Miguel Sano is way too inconsistent to be a good hitter, then you just don't have a good, a good lineup. Like, you can't have three guys who you've decided aren't good hitters. And then Andrelton Simmons, who's more league average than anything in there. Um, Mitch Garber, who you can't always rely on. And then you have injuries that you have to worry about with Donaldson and Buxton. I said to my mom and dad tonight, if Buxton goes down, this team's dead in the water. Like, any hope that I would have would be done if Byron Buxton got hurt. Because they just, they don't have it. They don't have that depth that I thought that they had coming into this year. I've been wrong about so many things with this team this year, unfortunately. And I'm just, I'm getting to that point. And I said, like, continue to believe, continue to believe, continue to believe. And I apologize, I would say, um, to those that I kind of lambasted for for saying early on that th- this might not be a good team this year because, well, I wanted to see more of the sample, so I don't feel bad about that. But I've seen more of the sample now. I'm going to continue to see the sample. But the direction that I'm heading in is I just might decide 
that I don't think Jorge Polanco is good anymore, that I don't think Max Kepler is good anymore. And it's so sad to me. And it makes me like, it makes me so sad to say that because I, I wish it wasn't true, but you just have to be logical. Like I love this team. I'm, I'm crazy about these guys. I, I love watching them every single night. I'm going to continue to watch them every single night. I love doing the show, love writing at twins daily. And I was in love with this 2021 club, you know, and I think, I still am. Like, I still love this team. But when do you have to be logical as a fan? You know, when, when is that line drawn for you? And I think for me, I'm starting to realize, like, I need to be logical that this just might be a mediocre team this year. And they might be in the playoff hump, but they might be more 500 than anything. And that's just, it's a hard reality to wrap your head around. feels a lot like 2018, but this team had way higher expectations than 2018. Like, this is, it's, it's so sad to have, this might feel, be like what it feels like to be a Phillies fan. You know, you have really good players on the roster. Bryce Harper, JT Romuto, uh, Reese Hoskins, Zach Wheeler, as the Twins do. Byron Buxton, Nelson Cruz, Josh Donaldson, you know, Kenta Maeda. Good players, not a good, not good depth. You know, they don't, they blow games. The bullpen's bad. They don't close out. It's just, it's like the same thing. And that might be what we're seeing this year. But right now they're 11 and 18. They ain't even 500 right now. But I think regression will show potentially throughout this season that they're more mediocre than anything. You know, and I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that they show me that I can believe again that they're going to be a solidly above 500 team. But right now, you just got to think like they just got to stay in the hunt. And I think my expectations for them to not run away with this division, but to like be the clear front runner in this division is gone. And again, I think this division is weaker this year, certainly now. I think the White Sox would have run away with this thing if Robert and Eloy were healthy. I don't think there's any question about that, but they're not, and they're, they're going to miss most of the year. So the Twins have a, a, a way in front of them that it doesn't have to be like this. Um, but unfortunately, thus far, it has been almost every night. So we'll see what happens, man. I'm sorry for such a down episode. Like I am down on the team right now. I think they, they're showing fans, unfortunately, what they are. Like, when do you start to just say to yourself, this is the identity. This is who they are. Um, they're just mediocre. This is a team with good players, but no depth. This is a team that um, has a shaky bullpen, a ro rotation that's more okay than anything, especially with Kenta taking steps back and Jose kind of staying with where he was. And, you know, it's just, it sucks to see. And I, I hope it ends up being false. And I hope the Twins go on a run here. But they haven't given me any reason to believe that they will. Thanks again for listening today. Have a great day. Go Twins. Same thing tomorrow, man. I'll have a show after the game, and we'll talk about what happened in the series finale, and I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to talking to you then. I think we'll go live on Locker Room Friday, uh, maybe have like a little q and I'll have a mailbag. You can send me questions at any time to at NashWalker9 or at Twins, and I'll answer them on the show. Um, but try to stay up. I'm going to try to stay up on this team, and um, I'll be there all summer. I'll be at Target Field all summer, and I'll be here all summer. I can't wait. Um, but I hope that the product on the field is a little bit better. Thanks for listening. Go Twins.